Welcome to the LinkedIn Branding Show, the podcast empowering women entrepreneurs, experts, and small business owners to rise up and stand out as they build their personal and company brands on LinkedIn. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the LinkedIn Branding Show. I'm one of your co-hosts, Michelle B. Griffin. And I'm Michelle J. Raymond. And this week, it makes sense. We're at the end of the year, the very last episode for the year, Michelle. I think you said we're up to, what, 35-ish or something like that that we've done? It might be 37. I need to count. Time goes by when you're having fun. How crazy is it that at the beginning of the year, you and I, it starts off, you get access to LinkedIn audio beta testing. So we have this, you know, Michelle, will you come and help me? And of course I said yes. That turns into let's start doing a podcast, which led to doing a book. Like what a crazy year we've had. So I think this show, let's do a quick review. What's been going on for your brand on LinkedIn? Where are we at? What's happening for 2023? For me, mostly, let's go backwards in time and have a look and tell me what's worked, what hasn't worked. And yeah, let's step through that. First, I want to tell everyone that you reminded me last week, or actually LinkedIn reminded you, that we officially made it a two-year connection, I believe. I can't remember what day it was last I think it was the 13th or something, December 13th, 2020, LinkedIn reminded us it was our official connection date, which we followed each other before that. But I think we need to just remind everybody, you never know the impact you're going to make when you meet someone on LinkedIn. Two years later, we have written a book together. Go figure. So I just want to thank LinkedIn for connecting us, right? It's been a crazy two years. It's been a wonderful past year, especially. I hit the bucket list. You helped me. We wrote the LinkedIn branding book for everyone to build that brand. And it's made me realize I need to go back, as you say, take your own medicine and reevaluate my brand. You know, end of the year, go through what I've liked, what I haven't liked, what clients do I want to serve better in 2023, what services. Those are the things I'm going through, Michelle updating my website as far as adding things I've been meaning to add all year. This is the time of year I actually love doing those important things. How about you? If I think back to around this time last year, I was crawling to the finish line. Like I was dragging myself going, oh my God, are we there yet? I was exhausted. I felt spent. You know, there was nothing left in the tank. And when I reflected over the few weeks that I had off over the holiday break last year, I realized that what was actually happening was I was trying to impress people as the company page expert. Now, yes, there was lots of opportunities that came out of that, but it felt like a hollow victory. And I've shared about that a number of times throughout the season. And when I look at it this year, I'm really excited that I don't want this year to stop. I'm ending on a high. and. I'm ending on that high because I feel like I've done things for my brand where I've really been my authentic self. We talk about peeling back layers. For me, it was letting people know that I care about other people. And I hid that last year because I thought you couldn't be an expert and care about people because it would somehow take away from my expertness. Is that even a word? When I'm sitting here and I'm smiling, for those of you who won't be able to see this on the podcast, I'm smiling to think that I feel so good because my brand is now 100% aligned with who I am, which in turn attracted the most amazing people in my community. Like I've met some really cool people this year who 
I am not going to go into naming names because I'll forget someone. And I don't want to do that because there's too many of them. But I think that's the thing. When your brand aligns with who you are, it feels amazing and light and fun. And yeah, you want to do more of it as opposed to I'm dragging this dead weight along. So that's something I'm really proud of. You definitely peeled back the layers this year and I've seen it and watched it really come through in your content and your posts. Just really well done. And you've inspired me more to I've mentioned in the book and on the podcast that although I am an extrovert in real life, that for some reason, when you put me on LinkedIn, I become this online introvert. And what people don't see is when we have our pre-lives or our WhatsApps, you're always saying, well, show, do this, do that. Or, you you know, she helps me stay the course with my posts. I do have that to think because I say all these things, but then sometimes my posts don't translate that. And for me, my brand this year has been one of reflection and really niching down this year. And I haven't, even until the last few weeks, decided who I really want to serve. Because although I tell everyone you can't serve everyone, I was trying to serve everyone because I wasn't saying no to people, right? When they'd come to knock on my door, I'd say, sure, I can help you. I'll tell you that if you've experienced this, that is enough to burn you out or maybe just question everything. And like you said, Michelle, you just found clarity. You don't want this year to end. I can't wait for the new year to begin because now I have that clear lane that I always talk about. And, you know, don't feel bad because it is so hard to do it for yourself. Here I am, a person brand strategist. I have to rely on others to help me get out of my brain. We cannot see the picture of the frame we're in. It's not your fault. We're just so close to it. So if this is something that you have not found, or in Michelle's case, you haven't peeled back the layers, give yourself that opportunity. As Michelle says, it has changed everything for her and for me now too. So that's what I want to just really bring across today, Michelle. I love that you bring up that it's so hard to do some of these pieces of branding ourselves. And again, we talk about how much we WhatsApp each other and help each other. I don't think people have any idea how many times per day that is. I wake up, there's probably messages from you. Likewise for you, the time zones get in the way. You know, you know, for the first six months of this year, maybe it was a little less, but I struggled so much with what are the products that I'm going to offer because I couldn't get clear around who my target audience was or how I was going to help them. And so that translated into, well, how do I sell things, which is my absolute superpower. I couldn't sell things because I couldn't get clear on what my products were. So whilst I had this epiphany around who I was as a person and that shines in my content, the reality was there was also this internal struggle around the products that I was trying to come up with. Now, that took me a long time. You know that I struggled with it. And it's one of those things when you can do anything and everything, which do you choose? And how do you choose the right products for the target audience? Now, I'm pleased to report that I've since worked those two things out. And I'm much clearer around what products I want to offer. And what do you know? It translates into more sales. Who would have thought? That's part of the power of branding. I'm getting the right people reach out. And then the right opportunities are coming my way. And it's, again, become so much easier. Now, I can't do any of this stuff without my brand therapist, which is you, because you know, and we were just talking about this before we recorded, how much I'm pulling my hair out, trying to write those first three sentences 
for my website because my website has been my Achilles heel for two years now, like for as long as I've had the business. I keep avoiding it. I keep doing maybe some improvements on other pages, but it's blocking me. And so for me and my brand, this is where I'm up to. This is what you have generously offered to help me with over the Christmas holidays. But yeah, I'm stuck. I'm really stuck that I can't describe myself. And let's be clear, I do this. I wrote the book. I do content. I do all these other things. But those three sentences, man, they're killing me. If anyone is hearing themselves and our two stories, know you are not alone. This is everybody. This is exactly why I do what I do, to give people that clarity trifecta so they absolutely know who they are, who they help, how they're different, and how they do it. And when you take those layers off, peel back the layers, your North Star shines. Oh my gosh, it is the world changes personally, professionally. So if this is something that you are feeling, I'm blocked, this is really changing everything. I'd even suggest going to see our book, not as a sales plug, because our book in the mindset and the foundation, we go through those things. But Michelle, I have seen you turn the corner. It was, it's always in the spring. It was spring 2021 where you wanted to quit doing company pages. It was spring 2022 when you were really struggling with those products and you kept going because there's a lot of people who just set it down, forget it or quit. Okay. You're not a quitter. That is one thing I know about you. You will never quit. So what do you think was the one thing that helped you get that clarity what was it so we can translate and help? What is that one thing so we can have others learn from our lessons? I think what always gets me unstuck is recognizing that if I'm stuck, it's all because I'm in my own head worried about my own things. Am I impressing other people? Does it make me look smart enough? Is it perfect? Am I good enough? Is it better than the next person? Those are the kinds of thoughts that often circle in my head. When I get back to how can I have an impact, who can I help, who do I want to help, those basic fundamental questions, it switches it from being caught up in my own, let's call it stuff, which we all have stuff, and we write about all of that in the first section of the book, but ultimately when I get out of that and get back into who am I and what do I want to do, then all of a sudden it, the focus goes away from me. And it becomes so obviously clear. And I was looking at it and going, well, of course, everybody needs to understand the foundations of LinkedIn. And of course, I'm the best person to train people on the page administration for company pages. It was so glaringly obvious. And I love bringing the power of the two together. And again, I was like, that's what people need. That's what I can deliver. It was right in front of my nose. And especially as a salesperson, it just makes me laugh. But when I thought about it, Michelle, here's the thing. As a salesperson, you turn up to a job, someone gives you a product and they say, go and sell it. And I go, yep, no problems. And off I go. And I'm amazing at it. But in my own business, here's what happens. You turn up, I'm ready to sell. And then I look around and go, where's the product? And it's my job to come up with the product. Now, that's not something that I've ever done in my career because there are other teams, product development or marketing or any other team within the business does that. And then all of a sudden, as a small business owner, it's on my head to come up with it. And I was blinded to that. I couldn't see that that's what was going on for me. So 
This is why I think when you have power partners, like you and I talk about Michelle squared, you have those complementary skills. And I think that's what has made the biggest difference to me is yourself and other people in my world who aren't the same, who have equal opposite skills that I've been able to learn from. And that was probably one of the big takeaways for me. Oh, I love that. So the question is, if you're stuck in your brand, your business, and you just don't feel like you can get the way out, Michelle just gave us a wonderful example. I would definitely add power partners who know you. I would definitely say get on coffee chats with colleagues in your area and industry. Basically, the way to get out of your own head is to just start talking to other people because the ideas come back to you. They'll say something. This always happens to me, Michelle. They'll say something that'll just jog my ideas. So that's how we have to do. We have to get our own brain and a power partner. We can't stress this enough. And it's in our stage four multiplier section, but you can pick your power partners now. Find that person that's going to really help you. Because again, as I say in the book, live for five years stuck, right? Because I couldn't see my way out. Imagine if I would have known Michelle back then. Imagine if I would have known you in 2015 and you could have saved me a lot of time, money, and sanity. So I want to say if you're stuck right now, go find someone that can help you get out of your head because Michelle has opened up a whole new world. Her products are just perfect and the right people are showing up. I can't stress enough the fact that Getting our own heads is probably the best thing. But one other thing is you got to listen to your internal clockwork because I find too, good-natured people tell you what they think you should do and people like me will take their advice and then I'm like a squirrel. And being a people pleaser too, I find that to be a problem. So at the end of the day, we have what we need inside of us and the answers are there. You just have to Sometimes, look, it's okay to go off LinkedIn for a week or so to get clarity. It's okay to take a break. The answers will come when you are listening. And that's something I did twice this year. We did it in June and then again, like in October and actually in December. So I say, take the time and give yourself the grace and space to figure this out. I think it's really funny that you get get pushed off track by other people with these great suggestions which sound good and then off you go. I feel like the way that I get stuck is a little bit different is that it's the whole square peg in a round hole if we want to use that cliche because what happens is I have this idea in my head and I've thought about what would work best for my strategy, my audience, who I want to be and then what happens is I doubt myself and go, I don't know marketing, I don't know branding, I shouldn't do that. I should try and put my formula inside somebody else's formula to make it fit. And then when I try and do that, I'm like, it doesn't feel right. It feels so uncomfortable. And I either avoid it, which is probably my go-to, or I do it and I'm like, I can't sell that. That doesn't resonate with me. That's not who I am. And so I get stuck in a slightly different way, but we still get stuck. And I think the thing that I love about this podcast that we've been doing for for the best part of 12 months is I love that you and I are able to share this so that other people can listen in and go, yeah, that's me. No, that's me. We're not perfect. We're just the ones that are happy to share our lessons and learnings from getting out there and taking action because you have to keep going. That's a non-negotiable, no quitting. I won't let anyone out there quit because it's ongoing. It's an evolution. And 
it's not right or wrong. And I think if we stop making ourselves wrong for not being perfect, then we can keep getting better every day. And I guess that's my motto is that for my business, originally I thought if I make a really long to-do list, I can go back, tick it all off and I was done. And I'm not going to lie, I've got that to-do list in a notebook. And it was crazy because then I grew and then I learned and then I made mistakes and I learned again. And then I met new people who introduced things I didn't know I didn't know. And so now when I look at it, I just go, what can I do today that makes me better? And then what can I do tomorrow that makes me better? And I just keep doing that every day. So my motto is one thing better every day. Doesn't matter big, small, I don't care what size it is. But imagine at the end of the year, 365 times, I got better a little bit every day. That's a huge difference over a year. So Michelle, actionable tips, like end of the year, where do we even start with this? It's been an amazing year. We've achieved so much. Yay us for ticking off your bucket list item for being an author. I'm super proud of us that from a simple idea, we ended up at that space in this year. But your actionable tips, where are you at this week? This week, I am wrapping up client work and some website updates to celebrate and spend time next week off. But I know that 2023 is going to be a really big year because now I have the clarity. I'm always preaching this because clarity is probably the best gift you can give yourself personally and professionally. Take some time over these next few weeks as we enter into a new year and say, does my brand serve me? Am I completely 100% happy in what I am doing and what I want to be doing? Because we can't just keep going in motions. As Michelle said just now, it is easy to do that. And then you just step back. Consistency is key. One of the main things I saw last year, I was posting every single day. It was a muscle that was so important. And I got over the, a lot of the fears and everything. But I also realized as I've dialed back this year that it wasn't serving me as well. So my lesson and a long answer is find your, what I call your happy middle momentum. What is going to keep you happy in what you're doing and the amount of time it takes to get out there? Because we want you out there. If you quit, we forget you and we don't want to forget you. We need you out there. So make sure you're completely clear on who you are and what you want to be doing for the coming year. My actionable tip is like that eat that frog book. What is that one job that you've been putting off and off because you can't get clarity around your brand? So I'm going to put it out there, Michelle, throwing it out to our listeners to keep me accountable. Funny enough, my word for this year was accountability. Hilarious. I think I've done okay on it. But the one thing that I've been avoiding like the plague is to you know, finally get that landing page on my website, get those three sentences or roughly whatever it is sorted and done so I can confidently go into 2023. So I'm putting it out there. I know that I'm going to my brand therapist to get help and uh, you're the best person that knows me so well that will help me do that. But I'm going to say to anyone else out there, what is the thing that you've been avoiding that maybe having a conversation with someone else invest in your business if you need to pay another expert to give you help. I assure you that when you get that thing ticked off your list, you'll get back to focusing on where you want to go, who you want to help, the impact that you want to have. 
So eat that frog is my actionable tip for the end of this year. Don't take it into 2023. Let's all have an amazing, successful, prosperous 2023 where we're living authentically, especially on LinkedIn. Let's create our digital twins. We're not going to be a LinkedIn version of ourselves and an offline version of ourselves. Let's bring those things together. Let's have a cracking 2023. I'm excited. So I'm just going to say thank you to everybody that's listened to the podcast, especially those of you who have also purchased a copy of the book. If I have to say my highlight of this year has been those photos that people have posted holding the book. Nothing makes me happier than when I see those. So thank you to everyone that has done that. Yeah, what a cool year. What a place to end. Yeah, thank you. Michelle, for just being my power partner, my wingman, my bestie, the other half of Michelle Squared, whatever you want to call it. I couldn't do this without you, my business, who I am as a person. I've grown so much because of your influence and I'm excited for what we're going to do in the next year together as well. Over to you to wrap the show up as always. Oh my goodness, that kind of outro just makes me so happy that we met in two years ago. Thank you, LinkedIn. And thank you all for listening, for being supporters, for buying the book, for being on our global wall of good. We love seeing you and you make this possible and we are here for you. So we cannot wait for 2023 to show you and announce some things that are coming up. So we're here for you. So as I always say, keep putting yourself out there. You have a brand to build, a business to grow, and people to impact. We'll catch you next time, everyone. Take care. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thanks for tuning in today. You know, more women like you need to be out there on LinkedIn building their personal and company brands. We would be so honored if you could leave us a five-star rating and review so we can connect with more women and reach more people. That's it for this week. So until next time, connect with us on LinkedIn and keep putting yourself out there.